Hot Spotlight on. It's time for the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast Spotlight for the week of January 24th, 2018. I'm actually here by myself for this intro because we ended up recording the spotlight, as you'll hear in a minute, with Chris. We did Teen Titans, which you'd also see that from the title of this. But me and Eric forgot to do an intro into it. So instead of disturbing him, who knows what he is up to right now, I'm just going to intro us into the whole deal. Though I could get drunk Eric involved. Who is laughing? I hate them. I don't know, drunk Eric. Uh, did you like the comics that we had this week? Ah, oh, so good. That's a little low, but what else? Segregation, Reggie. Segregation, Reggie. But yes, uh, how about this one? Fucking nonsense. Oh, my goodness gracious. Watch that language, drunk Eric. Uh, but I am here just to tell you guys that this is the Dip Your Toe Spotlight for this week. We are talking about Teen Titans, as I said. Uh, we also have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science. And each and every week, the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, beep boop, they pick the spotlight for the Patreon. And this week, the two books that they picked were The Doomsday Clock, number three, and Raven, Daughter of Darkness, number one. Obviously, the Doomsday Clock you probably picked because it's the big book of the week, and the patrons, the badass patrons, said that they wanted to keep that for themselves, maybe get some other people involved in becoming part of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, boop, but, and I, or poop, 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 poop. Uh, but Raven, I think that they picked just to mess with me. That's all it is. Uh, they thought they were messing with Eric. When all along, they were messing with me. Uh, but yeah, if you want to check that out, go over to our Patreon account, which I already said. Check out what we do there. We have a lot of other shows uh, over there as well, including a new Cellar Dweller podcast that was about the Day of the Dead Bloodlines, the movie that just came out. Also, a Boy's Toys, where Eric reviewed the Power of the Prime Transformer line of toys, and other things such as my the, uh, the comic uh, news podcast. I'm trying to think of what they're called. And my Jim's Other podcast, Jim's Other Comic Review podcast, where I review non-DC books as well, as well as a lot of other shows that we have each week. Also, each month, we throw in a bunch of others. Uh, right now, we had started the Patreon probably about six months ago, and we already have over 140 exclusive shows. So we try to do some hard work. I would hope that people are enjoying what they're getting. And if you aren't part of that, just go over to we're uh, patreon.com slash weird science to check it out. Yeah, I'm not telling you you have to join up. You don't have to. You can join up and, you know, use it as a free sample until the beginning of February. If you cancel before then, you will not be charged. So it's something that you can do. Check out, see if it's worth your while, see what level you like. Uh, most of the time, what I'm most proud of is that when people join, and then as it goes on, they increase their level because they want more and more shows or to show us support. That's something that I really appreciate, but it also makes me proud as well. But I'm going to stop talking, rambling on, and we're going to go on with me, Chris, and Eric talking about Teen Titans. All right, and Chris is here to tell us about the Teen Titans book. Mm -hmm. Chris, give me the stats. Okie dokie, it is Teen Titans number 16, stories called Alone in the World, written by Marv Wolfman with art by Tom Derenick, Trevor Scott, and Jim Charolampidus. 
I've got a short blurb here. Right. Got a Starfire gets the stink guy from Gar for being an old lady and finds herself unwittingly rushing into a battle with the reptilian Scion Horde. Let's not get it twisted. This is not a Teen Titans story, which might just be why I didn't hate it. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's almost one of those where I just because we're not getting enough from Teen Titans, and mm-hmm. not only that, but we just ended a you know Super, Super Sons, Sons of Tomorrow, Tomorrow crossover where the Teen mm-hmm. Titans actually left that to regroup. And like, hey, we got some shit to work out. You know, hey, John, you're not part of the Teen Titans. You go back to Super Sons. It's not your fault. It's not you. It's us. And we're going to go back and we have to gather our troops here and learn to get together and learn to be good people and a good team. And then you get a one-shot story about Starfire Mm -hmm. that, again, (laughs) that the main reason that you have this is just because it is a Marv Wolfman character. So they're going to do this and you're going to have it. That's fine and dandy. Save it for an annual. Save Please, it for sure. a, you know something where I understand you just had an, a, you know a crossover, but just it, it it kills what little momentum that I had. But in general, it's not a bad story. It's it's no. more the placement of the story that kind of angers I, I, me. I think is I don't even think it's a good story, especially not since, a lot you know, the going. way that Marv Marv Wolfman writes this. So as we progress, the captions is like caption boxes are telling us what we're supposed to see from the art, but we're not getting any of that through dialogue or yeah. action or anything. Yeah, and, and it's all through the caption like a, blocks. Yeah. And then I'm like, that just seems like lazy storytelling because like you're not like depicting what we're supposed to see on the page. It's just telling us. And I yeah. like Tom Derenick's art. I think he so does I. a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah, the story the story is pretty thin. Uh, it Very does thin, yeah. work and it's out. It's just one reiterating thing. the whole idea of the, yeah. like you know Starfire's connection to the yeah. Skyhunt. Yeah, like, yeah all right, if you know Starfire, maybe, you already know this. And maybe mm-hmm. something's going to come out from that. But it does do one thing. It kind of sets Starfire age, kind of. If you can kind go of. from sure. step A to if, B, if you consider Beast yes. Boy sixteen years old, which I like to do. Then you could say that you know Coriander is nineteen years old, and she mm-hmm. does belong on the Teen Titans, which she I still think is too young then. for her. She is a teen then, so she's on there. But yeah, you can kind of try to figure out. But you also, even if you don't go, you know, full out and say, "Oh, well, that means she's twenty-one, and that doesn't make sense." You at least get the idea. Okay, they they are at least acknowledging that she's the oldest of them. And because of that, they're like, oh, you old lady. <laughs> She's only three years older. But even playing with the idea that she is kind of the motherly figure of the mm-hmm. team. So you're going. But, Chris, tell us about this issue. And it, it also makes it not so creepy that she was with uh, yes. Dick. Yes, that is <laughs> true, too. Yes. I, I think it makes it creepier that Dick was with her because I think that Dick is a lot older than her. No, no, like, I'm, yeah, I'm he's going over 21 in my mind. Look at her, though. If she's 19, <laughs> that's fine, Eric. You, you and dated. how long ago was Dick with her? No, well, I'm telling you, though, Eric, mm. how old was your girlfriend that you were dating at that one point? She was, you know, a little younger than you, correct? Uh-oh. Yeah, I was 19. She was 16. Exactly. There and you in go. the state Three of Pennsylvania... Years. That is um, actually it wasn't well, quite three years the way it works out. So there in the state you go. Of Pennsylvania, it was in okay. the DC universe. It's okay as well because if you're going to go anything, <laughs> Dick's probably three years older than her. So there you go. You have the whole deal. Uh, case closed. If Eric Shea is okay, so is Dick Grayson. So there you go. I just Wonderful. solved the problem. But back to you, Chris. What is going on? Well, we open with a fight scene. Uh, Starfire, Beast Boy, and Raven are fighting Mammoth from the Fearsome Five, and. Uh... 
they beat them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what right. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Mammoth is here and Mammoth is gone. And and Mammoth is this is one of the big tropes, I want to say, of the uh, like the uh, New 52 Teen Titan series where Raven would just solve everything. Oh, I set up to a hell dimension. Yeah, okay. Let's not think it's about over. it. I just sent yeah. it somewhere. Yeah, they would always do that. And, and at one point, I remember one of the jokes. It might have even been at the beginning of this, but I thought it was the ending of the last series of the New 52 that carried over was the, the joke of where'd you send them? The hell? No, worse. You know, Minnesota or something Delaware. like that. Oh, remember, it was like Kansas or, you know, yeah. something weird. South Dakota. I forget, but that was the joke. And I think they ended up even popping up in a, like, fast food restaurant in the middle of some weird state and say it was just, you know, it's nonsense. But, yeah, mm. through this whole thing, basically Raven sells everything by just sending everyone away uh, to mm. wherever. And you get that running joke of Beast Boy wanting to know where. But, you know, you continue. But keep going, Chris. I don't want to interrupt you. Well, uh, before you go, Chris, this is sure. the one thing that really just bothered me. Like, you know, we, we beat Mammoth. Now it's 30 minutes later. The friggin' the cops are taking care of him, stuff like that. Starfire looks over and, you know, Garth is talking to Raven about stuff like, guys, what are you doing? Doing? Oh, you know, just talking young people young stuff. People you wouldn't stuff. be interested. And she's yeah. like, fine. Do not tell me. Keep your secrets. And like, you know, Raven says, Garth- Garfield, that was insensitive. He's like, oh, I just wanted alone time. You know how Corey could be all up in your face at times. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what sense. you're playing at at all here, Beast Boy. Yeah. What does that even mean? You wanted some alone time? <laughs> yeah, alone time. You were talking to Raven. Talking about, talking about his Tinder account or whatnot. It- I'm like, I have no idea how this has to do with her being all up in your face. Yeah, and it'd be funny because he says, I wanted alone time. And then I want Raven to go, like, alone time? You were talking to me. What? I'm nothing right. to you. And, uh, friggin' beast. <laughs> it was but, yeah. such an odd progression of dialogue. I'm like, I really don't know what you're playing here with, Marvel Wolfman. Yeah, but you're right. It, it, does, it all ends up just being his Tinder account that he wants to know mm-hmm. about his dating profile. Nonsense. It, <laughs> to me, that's like, you know what? This is Marv Wolfman. Like, my, my granddaughter, she likes that, uh, you know, those dating apps. I got to put that in here. And, and, and I don't know you, why if I'm... You want, if you want any advice about this freaking dating app or profile... Starfire used to fuck everyone in the New yeah. 52, so yeah. like in the, re- in the current continuity, you would have get a hold of her. Yeah, really, and I don't know why Marv Wolfman sounded like he was some cowboy or something. I, I didn't have a New York accent for him, but uh, even so, basically, go on, because, yeah, that, this issue's very quick. It is, it is. I mean, I've got like three lines left. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's all. They battle, they, Beast Boy bugs Starfire about being old, and then... Uh, she storms off in a huff. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, this isn't th- one of the things about her back in the uh, the eighties is that she probably would have flown through several buildings yeah. on yeah. her way out. <laughs> but yes. uh, this time she just leaves, so that's good enough. Um, she doesn't realize that she's being watched, and also doesn't realize that the people of San Francisco are being taken over by the Scions. Yeah, and yes. uh, and there's a fight. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing is, the whole idea is the science have been watching her to see how much her solar, you know, like uh, absorption has been, like how well it's become over the years. And so, okay, now we got to capture her. She don't want to be captured. And all of a sudden, we get to a weird transition once again, like we had in the Ravens, like, you know, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. She is met met by a bunch of, you know, scion controlled people. Next thing, she's knocked out and waking up from being unconscious. I'm like, where was the progression? Yeah, yeah, yeah there's no progression. There's none at all. I was he so has confused very pro- at first. And again, I, I, you know, I have not read a lot of older comics as you have, Chris. But yeah, a lot of the times, yes, there's so much crammed in, and it's weird. Like Marv Wolfman's writing this, and he does, you know, it's obvious they're not going to cram 
eight you know eight stories yeah. into one deal like they did and have all this stuff but it still is this transition problem that he definitely has with this new way of kind of expanding the story and stuff like that that really does throw me off it, it really sure. does but again if you don't know like eric said uh, basically this whole thing is starfire the scions oh we know this if you know you know but the problem with me is not knowing a lot of stuff with the scions and starfire there's not enough here well, for me thing. to they, feel they like i know now into it that's what yeah. i'm because saying the whole idea of the scions is they experiment on like alien races to see how far they could push the, the yeah. metagene power or whatever to see how far they could push it i'm like you didn't talk about that at no, all. You know, you I, I would have like, liked more set up the point for that. where she's talking about she was tortured, you never got to the point where it was to get her powers to become bigger. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. very surface so, level. Yeah, yeah. And so people who know the background are bored and people don't who don't are it, yeah. confused. <laughs> and the, the others are confused. It's like, I don't even yep. think they talk about the st- starbursts at all, which are like no. was a result of her and the whole actually like solar flare power that she has as well to a degree. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You just have her kind of saying, "I fought them before, and I went, and whatever." And in the meantime, they have con- controlled Beast Boy and Raven and things like yeah. that, and they're getting attacked. But she can't. And it's funny, she's attacking them, and like, why am I attacking my friends? I should attack the side. Yeah, yeah. I think you should. It's not <laughs> that hard to figure it out. But yeah, when they do, when she does, it kind of she. That's it. She saves that's the it. day. And it's kind of over then, and then we find out that basically all of this was about a dating app that caused all this issues where she's like, you know, oh, well, you guys wanted to talk, and I'm only three years older than you, whatever. And like, I just was talking about my dating profile. And then she's like, okay, and that's it. I I just – I want it more if you're going to give us these – you know, one shot deal to show us I need a progression that's going to continue on the book. Make it something where all this does is go, oh, you know what? Starfire doesn't have a problem now with Beast Boy and Raven saying they're all, she's old, but I didn't have that problem going in. You created nope. that problem in this <laughs> issue. So when you do this, it does not evolve this team one bit. And coming out of that Super Sons of tomorrow, you know, crossover, that was the big thing at the end was they they couldn't believe that they were picked apart and, and go against each other so easily uh, from an outside force that they had to become more of a team. This doesn't do it. You don't even have the whole team. And it's weird, too, because I'm just looking through here again, because when we talked about the Raven's uh, Daughter of Darkness, number one, yeah. there was a weird line in there where Raven's talking. You know, Robin says to look for the clues, and even here is like, wait, Robin always said if one course of action is like the whole course, the whole idea of our both, and, all right, they're on a team, and they follow what Robin yeah. says. So I'm gonna and you know, you know what's so weird? It's so weird, and I'll tell you, I know what you're saying. I immediately thought that they were talking Tim Drake. When they talked yeah. about it, I know that that was, you know, from before, but I'd sure. never thought of Damien. I thought well, that they were going. Well, that's what I said when we were talking about Robin. It's such a weird thing to be thinking about what Damien yeah. Wayne says. Damien yeah. Drake would make sense, but that's not what really I like think. Uh, Starfire here. And even this, I, I immediately just go to Tim Drake over Damien because, again, you have – and, again, if you're going to have this whole thing, have Damien in here and play around with the idea that Beast Boy – is three years older than Damien. So you have this thing where Damien would even be like, to be so, you old man, or whatever. Like, you'd have that good deal. And just have the whole team. Where's Kid Flash? You know, where's everybody in this? And it just throws me off that we don't have it because it just seems that Marv Wolfman just wanted these characters the and to tell the story. And it, yeah, and it's just yeah. this one shot off, and, and there you go. It's kind of a waste of an issue. 
just to get nothing. I, I really got nothing out of it. Uh, I like the art. I, I really do like the yeah. art. Yeah, I really dig Tom. And again, like uh, we're saying this, if this would have been an issue that, uh, like I said, it was an annual, it was something like that. If they, I, I don't mind. I think that the my main issue. I know Eric has problems mainly just with Marv Wolfman's writing. My main issue is just when this came out. And where I was like, oh, my God, this is great. And I said at the end of that last Super Sons when the, the Teen Titans left, I'm like, finally, we're going to get some progression in the Teen Titans <laughs> book. We're going to get something good and going forward. And we're not, which, like you said, Chris, this is better than the average Teen Titans yeah. book. My issue is I actually thought that we were going to get the, the Teen Titans book better out of that crossover sure. and we're going to have to wait to see if that's the case another month because it just comes out once a month so i agree with you but i don't only because i want to see that i want to see the better issue being in a proper deal of the teen types because we're never going to hear anything of any of this again no, and never. it's going to be nonsense but what did you give it chris well, uh, I got excited when I didn't see Ben Percy's name on it. Yeah. So uh, my score went up a bit. Um, I got excited when I saw a more conventional comic artist on it, so my score went I up like a little bit. I like that as well, too. And uh, when I finished it and didn't want to punch Beast Boy in the face quite as hard as usual, I yeah. was excited about that as well. On the site, I gave it an 8, which Good. really strikes me as being too high. It's but, fine. Uh, you liked it, though, and that's the thing. I will agree fully with Beast Boy. Beast Boy, now he's not in it a ton, but what he, what we get of him is, it's classic Beast Boy to me. Yep. Even the whispering, it, it was weird, but then when the tie around is that he, the dating app, it gets towards the creepy Beast Boy that we didn't like, but not in a way that's creepy. It's, yeah. it's good enough for me. He's just like, and it, it also is before we were led to into this Beast Boy deal of the, hey baby, look at me, I'm Hollywood Beast Boy and all that. Mm -hmm. I, I nail all the ladies. Uh, this is a more of a naive little, you know, hey, I want to get this dating profile. I like that. I, I yeah, don't mind that as much as that I other know, one. It, it even gets to the point, though, like, you know, when Starfire comes back and, you know, everybody's fine About again. About the they're cute? Talking, like, oh, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and Raven's like, and I told him he was well beyond my help. And then out of nowhere, Beast Boy just looks at Starfire. You think I'm cute, don't you, Goldie? I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I didn't mind. He's just joking. And then she's like, I think you're – I didn't hear what you said. I'm like, okay, I don't mind. But, yeah, you get the next issue, the battle for Beast Boy's soul. That sounds interesting enough. I can, you know. But, yeah, from this, I'd probably give it a 6.5. I did like the art uh, a lot more than what we usually get. Yeah. And I did like the, – the characterizations to me were pretty good. Uh, it's just that – it's just an issue that's nothing. It's just kind of thrown in yeah. there. But if you're going to get a throwaway, I'd rather have this than Superman, you know, flying to the moon with sick kids or a road sure. trip about what the 4th of July is all about. I will take this any day <laughs> of the year over those. So at least it's something different like that. So, yeah, 6-5 for me. What would you give it there? I really enjoyed the art in this story, but – the whole thing where, you know, we had the caption boxes telling us what we're supposed to know is going on instead of them actually showing us really irked the shit yeah. out of me. And the whole idea that they just want to reintroduce us to the idea of the Scions, but not going and actually doing it really pissed me off. Like, I already know the story, but I think you're doing it poorly. I'm like, th that really bothers me. So I have to give it a 4.5 out of 10 at, at the end oh, of the day. Oh, you son of a bitch. But that it was a throwaway it. issue that I'm telling you, I just don't the, for the story they were trying to tell me, which I already knew. I thought they did a poor job at it. No, I, I I agree. I, I'm with you on it. It almost seems like to me when they get Marv Wolfman 
it's one of those where maybe there's a divide between the deal where you have Tom Dernick on art, but they're not really in contact. There's this Marv Wolfman. And they're like, he's like, hey, here's the script. And then because of that, it kind of goes a little more over the top of direction and things like that, where you have the narration box. And then they just like, hey, we'll grab whoever. Hey, Tom Dernick, you're not doing anything. Hey. You know, illustrate this. I don't know how it goes. It reads like that to me, though, is that maybe and it may even be that this is a story that Marv Wolfman wrote six months ago and they just sure. grabbed it for this and went in and had him. This do might have just been in a drawer somewhere. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I get. Yeah. And then, just you know, update it with the current. That's what I'm saying. You make <laughs> you make a couple alterations in there. That's why I think it's like, quote unquote, Robin told me this, just like in the Raven deal, where you don't want to tie yourself down yeah. specifically. You don't uh, say Damien. You say yeah, Robin. yeah. So you have Robin this. So I really do think it's one of those cases. But, you know, I, I've, I've read worse of the deal. But thank you, Chris. Thanks for coming thank on you. with us. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't. Do you, you and Reggie have Doom, uh, Doom Patrol this week as well? Right? We do. Yeah. We when's do. the next issue of that coming out? Seven years um, from now. <laughs> I, I, I think the, uh, the after the first game of the new XFL. Yes, I, I do believe I did see <laughs> that. That is actually a thing that I don't even know what they're thinking of with that. I think we're. I, I wonder if he hate me. Son's going to be there because that was uh, he was one of the bigger guys. He was the only guy. Oh, remember knew. that? He was great. It was Rod Smart is the guy. He ended up being on the Eagles for a while. I was like, oh, okay. here we go. Yeah, nonsense. But uh, though, also though, coming up is the Milk Wars. Uh, with you and it Reggie, is. are you actually looking forward to that? You know, I, I look at this Milkman character, and, yes. and it has a little bit of that, like, LOL randomness to it that I absolutely okay. hate. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm uh, I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. That's, that's, I think Reggie might have used those exact words, and I'll tell you, <laughs> so, so am I. Actually, I want to hear what it's like. Uh, it kind of intrigues me in a very, very weird way. Uh, it's almost like a train wreck or a car wreck. Like, I want to see exactly what type of car wreck it is, but maybe it'll be good. But thanks again, and Thank that you. is it. All right, and that's the end of the spotlight, Eric, Shay. Uh, that's obviously, me. Chris is gone, and we and you are going to tie this up at the end to tell everybody that this was a dip your toe in the pool type of podcast. So if you like what you heard, uh, you can go and listen to our longer podcast that comes out on Sunday night. And it's going to be a very long one. Now, before I go, we also have a Patreon account. If you True. do feel like you are so inclined of supporting us, you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science and support us there as well. And why I say that is you just listen to the regular spotlight. We do have a Patreon only spotlight that is always two books. And Ooh. this week it is picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, Eric. Boop, boop. boop, boop. That's as one of the levels. Is. Yes. And uh, this week they picked Doomsday Clock. And the Raven, uh, what is that? Daughter, Daughter of Darkness. Darkness. Yes, number Raven one Darkness, for some Darkness, reason. Number one. And also Doomsday, uh, Doomsday Clock number three yes. for a good reason. Uh, yeah. That is because it's one of the bigger books. But yes, that will not be on the regular podcast. If you want to hear those, you have to go to our Patreon and subscribe. Better fasten up. Your Doomsday Clock is going to be a bumpy ride. It is going to be sir. a bumpy ride. But I'm going to tell you right now what we will be talking about on the main podcast. And we start off Action Comics number 996. On that road to 1,000, Eric, it continues. Booster shot, part four, I believe. Booster shot, indeed. Batgirl number 19, Batman Beyond number 16, 
Blue Beetle, number 17. Penultimate issue. issue, Eric. Demon, Hell is Earth, number three. Detective Comics, number 973, ends the arc that was going on with Clayface. Victim Syndicate, part two. Not going to tell you that you get a lot of answers, but it does end that arc, Eric. We have The Flash, number 39, starts off a new deal. Gorilla Grodd is on the cover and may appear somewhere in the issue, Eric. Not yeah. much, though. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number 37. Hellblazer, number 18, which I wish I could say was the finale or the penultimate <laughs> issue of that series. It is not. Justice League of America, number 23, Eric. I, wish I could say I wish that was the penultimate. I don't know, but all I know is Prometheus in this issue, and I heard there was a lot of controversy Ooh. surrounding that. We also have Nightwing New Order, number 6, which does end that mini series. Uh, we have uh, the Rough and Ready show, number four, Eric. You ready to talk about that? No, that's Jeremy's deal. No, Jeremy will be talking about that, though, on the podcast. We have Suicide Squad, number 34. Teen Titans, number 16, which you just heard, so that will not be on the regular podcast. You just heard it. Why would it be, Eric? Yeah. Wildstorm, number 11, which, again, Jeremy will be talking about that in his crossover corner. And me and you will be talking about Wonder Woman, number 39. Also, Chris and uh, Reggie, which I said will be talking about Doom Patrol as well. So, yeah. really, I think that that adds up to 17 million yeah, issues on that podcast. podcast. Don't you? That's what it adds up to, a very long podcast. Because if you haven't listened to our long podcast, uh, don't let it – don't let the length, you know, scare you Intimidate too much. Intimidate you. Yeah, you don't need that. Uh, listen, it will ease you in. You just ease in, yeah. You just ease it in. And uh, what also is when you see all that, you know, that big length of a podcast, we also do read every bit of email we get. And sometimes we get quite a lot. We also have rant raves that people call in. So you get that as well. But, yeah, it's not just me and Eric just going on and on about comics. There's also a lot of mail. We like to get a lot of other people involved. And I'll just throw it out there. If you have never emailed us and you want to, want to ask us questions, want to TL at us, you can, you know, give us negative mail as well. We will read everything and you can test me on that. Uh, you can email us Aww. at sciencedccomics at gmail.com and we will read everything. You can badmouth Eric all you want. And Aww. that's the, you know, that's a ticket into the first mail section. Just badmouth Eric. You are in. You are the star I of the show. Everything. Yes, but yeah, just you know, check it out. If you if you've only listened to these spotlights, uh, you know, at some point check out the main podcast at least once. I You're know, like out. I said, I know that there is a lot. It's a big download. I know that it's long, but there are show notes. You can look, you can grab onto other books, go write that. But at one point just try. Just give yourself some space and time and listen to the whole thing. And and I hope that you would enjoy it. We try to keep it light. We try to have some fun. So that is that, Eric. That is my infomercial about weird science. I, I wish in the middle of that I'd have a, uh, a Q-tip and put it in my ear. Ah! I yell. <laughs> Are you sick of Q-tips killing you? Ah! I am. There you go. So am I. It keeps trying you, to get to my brain. Do you slice your jugular vein every time you shave? Ah! There you go. Well, listen to the Weird well, Science DC Comics podcast. Yeah, really. I see you gray beard himself over there but yeah again there you go a little dip your toe into the back and forth nonsense of weird science dc comics podcast but yes thank you everyone for listening here eric what do we say at the end of these turn that spotlight off oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go.